What we talking about? Why we need to cut student slack during this pandemic? Salute. Sports and Real Talk. Let's get it. Me and you was playing house, yeah. Start thinking that I'm losing touch, yeah. Got a tight grip on you now, yeah. Maybe I should loosen up, yeah. <laughs> Y'all know that good old Drakey Drakey, but listen, I'm not doing none of that bullshit on this episode. I'm gonna I'm get straight into this shit because I, I ran I ran a, I ran across an article on um on Facebook today. And they were talking about um, the name of the article is not all students can do virtual learning and we need to cut them some slack. I want to read the title of the article again. Not all students can do virtual learning and we need to cut them some slack. That's important because even before I read this article, I want to say like last month, I, I was saying that, hey, we need to dumb it down with these kids. You know what I mean? Like, give them a little, give them a little break. It's a lot going on right now. And even before, like, I got in contact with parents, and parents were saying, like, it's just too much work, like being sent home. I was saying, let's give these kids a break. I'm an educator myself. So I I I I, I was getting wind and was and was seeing like firsthand what was going home to kids. And I was saying, hey, you know, basically to myself. I wasn't saying this out loud, like to my supervisor or anything. No, I wasn't saying that. I was just like, hey, to myself in my head, there's a little too much going on. And 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 no way, shape, or form am I blaming like my boss or you know, it's nothing like that. But the school board. I am. I am like going at them in a way. Not even going at them, but I'm just stating facts of what it is and what's going on in the inner city. So I want. I want. I want to dive into this article. I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna actually read the article because as I was reading the article to myself, it was making the points that I was actually thinking about in my head. And I'm sitting here like, wow. <clears throat> Forgive all the, <laughs> I'm clearing my throat and everything. I ain't got no corona or anything, y'all. It is allergy season. My throat a little, yeah. Um, so forgive me. Excuse me. But I'm, I'm reading the article. I'm like, wow, they're making all the points that I actually was thinking to myself. So I'm going to read the article. Once again, not all students can do virtual learning and we need to cut them some slack. So, so we need to have a real talk. School simply can't be priority in many homes right now. There are more pressing situations. Many students don't have the technology, resources, or support to do online school. Many students are scared, hungry, lonely, and bouncing around from place to place. Many families are doing their best but still can't tackle school. We need to accept that without putting extra pressure, guilt, or shame, even unintentionally, on kids and their families who simply can't do distant learning. The world is in a pandemic crisis and many households have zero resources or energy to put towards doing school at home. And that's just going to have to be OK. So <clears throat> it's going to break down some of the key factors of why we, we need to slow down on these kids. 
like honestly, we don't know when it's gonna when it's going when this thing gonna be over. And we're putting a lot on these kids right now. A lot. I'm here to tell y'all. A lot. So whoever like wherever this is trickling down from school board and charter charter public school board, the mayor, the governor, the president, whatever it's trickling down from. We need to relax for a minute. And let me tell you why. I'm going to it a little more. A little bit more in depth. It says not everyone can afford to have access to Internet. That's just the first one of the first things. Many students have no way to access online school. Not all families can afford Internet access, phone service or even electricity right now. Libraries are closed, so students can go study there. Lots of family have multiple kids, parents and extended family members still trying to use a single device. Yes, the laptop was sent home for schoolwork. But mom battling the crashing unemployment website is more pressing right now. Not to mention, some students are faced with the harsh reality of living in drug-ridden homes where laptops, tablets, and phones might be taken and sold for drugs. These just some of the keys. Some of the keys that I think those people at top are forgetting and not understanding. I don't even think, I'm not going to even say forgetting. They just don't have no understanding of it. You get what I mean? They're in a different tax bracket. So they're not understanding the problems that's going on in the inner city. And why we need to relax because of bigger issues during this crisis. And school is not a priority. And I'm not saying like, let's back off from school. But it's just these kids have other like other problems to attend to. Like I was saying here, a good point right here. Yes, the laptop was sent home for schoolwork. But mom battling the crashing unemployment website is more pressing right now. Yes, it is. So what you think that laptop sent home is being used for? She's trying to figure out how she's going to apply for unemployment because unemployment is at an all-time high right now because everyone is losing their job. So we we it's hard for, you know, the heads up top to understand that. Because they still making their six figures. You you get what I mean? <clears throat> but let's move on. The next one was some kids aren't getting meals every day. Remember those kids you know got the bulk of their food at school? Where well, they're hungry now and it's hard to focus on schoolwork when your stomach is rumbling. The families who were already living in poverty before COVID-19 might even be in fear of becoming homeless after this. Other families who were doing fine a month ago have been without income for weeks and are trying to figure out how to pay rent or put food in the fridge. Sure, many school districts have made meals available for students, but they are usually delivered to specific locations for pickup and not every kid can get to them. Also, there may be many more people living in the household than the food will feed. Providing food is a great thing, but it doesn't solve hunger problems for every kid. I want to touch something on, on that one right there. It says, um, foster pickup, specific location. Cool. But every kid can't get to that location. And I'm not knocking like the school districts and the school boards for doing what they could, can do, you know, during these times. Because they're definitely like doing all that they can do. I'm just saying, let's not put all this on the kids. Not the food. Like, part of it because they're helping out giving a helping hand 
But let's take in consideration what they also say in this article. Also, there may be many more people living in a household than the food will feed. So who's to even say that food even is getting to that kid? That kid coming to get that food at that specific location, go back home, you feeding 10 people in that household. That food gone. That day. You, you get what I mean? So no, I'm not knocking the school system for providing, you know, food. Because we know, you know, we have those unfortunate families that, that can't provide and those families that that were providing before the crisis, those parents lost their job and now they're in that boat. I'm just saying, let's take these things to consideration. I'm going to keep moving. Next point was some extreme living situations make at home learning nearly impossible. We don't know their situation. Ask anything might be too much right now. Some children were already at a disadvantage and the COVID-19 crisis may be impacting them even more. Children who were already living in traumatic, neglectful, and abusive situations have no reprieve now. They don't get to escape to the safety of school. The American Academy of Pediatrics experts an increase in child abuse due to the stress of COVID-19. Kids can't focus on school if they aren't safe. Foster kids are in limbo. COVID-19 is causing a crisis for foster kids. They are being removed from foster homes because of financial issues or illness of foster parents. But new homes aren't willing to take them because of possible exposure. This instability makes it impossible to keep up with online schoolwork or even keep track of devices schools have lent. Let's, let's listen to these things, people. So they say in the study, the American Academy of Pediatric Experts and expects an increase in child abuse due to the stress of COVID-19. Okay, how kids going to focus when there's child abuse in these households? That's just another point. Then we got to take in consideration these foster kids who jumping from house to house. I'm just, these are things that I, I promised my right hand that ran past my mind like even in my own school when I was thinking about the things that we were sending home. This is a crisis. School is not going to be like first priority in every household. It's not. It's not. But let me keep it moving. Some kids are too worried and overwhelmed to work. It's nearly too impossible to be motivated enough to tackle online learning if you are depressed or anxious. How do we expect them to focus on school when they're worried their loved ones might get sick or they don't have enough money for essentials because their parents lost their job? How? How? Are we expecting them to worry about these big ass packets we sent home? When we have real life situations going on, real crisis. People are dying left and right. It's affecting every every household. Like I've lost a, a, a family member, a relative during this time. So imagine putting all that on, on, on a kid. Imagine putting all that and they lost someone close to them or their parents. Or their close cousin, or their uncle, or their aunt, or their grandmother, grandfather, or sibling. You got, we gotta just like put those take in consideration. What's going on? That's all I'm saying. Take in consideration. 
pull back a little bit. Don't put so much on these kids. People are going through real life crisis right now. You 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 get what I mean? But I'm a, I'm gonna keep it moving again. Another point: some parents are legitimately unable to teach them, even if they want to help. Low education or literacy levels, language barriers, and inexperience with technology may make it near impossible for some parents to be of much help to their child right now. Many parents are working long hours outside of home. These essential workers come home from long shifts at hospitals and grocery stores exhausted and worried about exposing their kids to the virus. Some kids are spending most of their time alone because their parents self-isolating away from them for their protection as much as possible. Other students are expecting to perform their same jobs from home. They're struggling to keep up with their workload, make phone calls and attend Zoom meetings while also caring for their kids. Teachers are doing the same thing. We, so we know how hard it is. We don't know what families are dealing with on top of this already overwhelming juggling act. Think of the students who rely on the school the most, the kids with special needs, IPs, and support services. Parents aren't special education teachers. They don't have all the technology, adaptions, and resources to help their child learn at home. They don't have access to aid specialists and therapists right now. They're doing their best to just make it through the day. Let's think about that. Let's think about that. I want to go to when it first. They say many parents are working long hours outside of their home. These essential workers come home from long shifts at hospitals, grocery stores, exhausted and worried about exposing their kids to the vibe. Some kids are spending most of their time alone because their parents self-isolate away from them for their protection as much as possible. Do we take that into consideration? Do we school board, mayor, governor, presidents, whoever government, do we take that into consideration? No, we don't. We won't take those things into consideration. We don't. This is the battle these kids have to face right now and we piling up work. School, we gonna get back to school. Right now there's real life shit going on. Real crisis going on. Dumb it down. That's it. Just dumb it down. And I'm going to go back to the first part. I'm saying even if these parents wanted to help. Low education or literacy level, language barriers, and inexperience with technology may make it near impossible for some parents to be of much help to their children right now. Some, some parents just don't, don't have it. They just don't have it. <laughs> you, you get what I mean? They facing this battle of trying to provide. First, trying to keep a roof over their head. Trying to provide food. Then you talking about help. You know what I mean? You got to worry about your health. Keeping a roof over your head. Providing food so you and your kids can eat. And we putting all this pressure with school. Come on, man. Lock in. Let's think about what's going on. Let's, let's really lock in. Think about it. I'm going to keep it moving. Some kids, the next point, some kids have taken on serious family responsibilities right now. 
Many students are now caregivers to the younger children in their families while parents work. This, um, this likely includes siblings, cousins, family, friends, and neighbors. They may also be caring for elderly, elderly or sick family members. Some students are spending their days translating for family members who need help filling out unemployment claims, calling landlords about rent extensions, understanding the news, and more. Lots of kids are taking on serious responsibilities in their families right now. Not all kids are home in the day. Some are being shuffled around to different caregivers multiple times a day. Sometimes the only option for supervision is to go to work with their parent. Many teens have to go to get jobs at grocery stores to help their families pay rent. And some kids don't have a place to call home at all. <laughs> you get what I mean? It's real shit. These kids got to step up. And we put work on their plate right now. And we're putting work on that plate right now. Not saying they're not supposed to have like no work. Like this, I'm not saying they're supposed to be looked at as extended spring break or you get what I mean? Or, or, or a longer extended summer vacation. I'm not saying none of that at all. The amount pulled back, take in consideration what these kids might be going through, what their parents might be going through. You get what I mean? <laughs> you feel me? It's, it's it's serious stuff. That's why I say I love this article because this 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 even it's crazy how it's like someone picked my mind and and made this article. Because I thought about all this. I promise you, I, I thought about all of this. So I was looking at a tweet from someone. And he he made an interesting point. He said, have you ever taken an online class? How about six at once? When you were a teenager with spotty Wi-Fi and school and school logogy crashing and need to share a device with siblings while trapped at home, filled with fear and anxiety. And he said, yeah, (laughs) me neither. Let's cut these kids some slack. That was the tweet. Because have have you have you ever? I'm gonna ask y'all myself. Have y'all ever been? You know, you paint that 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 scenario right there. Have y'all ever been through that? Got these kids some slack. Like I said, we we forgetting it's fear. Also, at the end of the day, scared scared. They looking at the news. They cough one time. They scared. I'm I'm scared when I cough. Shit. You you get what I mean, though? But let me keep it moving. School can't wait until things calm down. This situation is temporary. School will reopen. This time away isn't going to permanently hinder a student's ability to learn and be successful. It's not going to wipe out all the knowledge they're already obtained. We will support them and help them when life isn't so heavy. These aren't normal times and many families have obstacles we can't even imagine. It's okay if they don't do school right now. It has to be okay because it just isn't an option for many students. So, so what do we do about this? The same thing we've always done. Support our students. Check in with them the best we can. Let them know we care. We're available. 
send out info about resources for food, financial help, etc. to caregivers. They might not even have a way to receive emails or calls from us. In those cases, we can't keep we can't keep space for them in our hearts and our virtual classrooms anyway. Most of most of all, we need to understand and compassion of all our students because we really don't know everything about their circumstances. And that's how that's how they left the article off. Saying school can wait. School can't wait, y'all. Because me personally, we putting too much in before this. I focus those schools too much. 745 to 4 o'clock. The shit used to be 745 to 5 o'clock. Then they dumb it down. 740, 745 to 430. Then they 745 to 415. Now it's 745 to um, 4 o'clock. It's too fucking long. <laughs> Real shit. School is too fucking long. And then... We went back last year. We started back school. They ended school like June 16th. We got back to school August 1st. Then they in school from August. First week of August to the middle of June. Fucking relax. <laughs> relax. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Re-fucking-lax, actually. Be cool. Be cool. Like, I'm going to read that again. This situation is temporary. Temporary. Schools will reopen. This time away isn't going to be permanently. It. This time away isn't going to permanently hinder a student's ability to learn and be successful. Come on. It's not going to wipe all the knowledge they're already obtained. It's not. Come on. Re-fucking-lax. Like I said, whoever like making this call, and I get it. We wasn't expecting this. So I get they, 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 they're, they're sitting up there and putting shit together, but relax. You're putting too much on these kids. Take, take all this into consideration. Take these factors in, these circumstances in that I just read to you. Pull back a little bit. Because a lot of kids are going through real crisis right now. <laughs> you get what I mean? Real crisis right now. And school wouldn't be a priority if I'm going through any of these things right now. If I'm going through, if I'm going, if I'm going through my, my, I see my mother, father coming home, crying, trying to figure out, you know, our next meal. If, if trying to, like, trying to get extension with the landlord car being repossessed um trying to put food provide us with food any of those things a family member being sick if 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 i see any of that for my parents fuck school real simple i'm telling y'all some real shit school won't be a priority and no no shape or form at all with me how these kids got real life shit going on Bag back a little bit. Now, like I said, I'm not saying, hey, don't have these kids doing nothing. I'm not saying that. Pull back a little bit. Dumb it down. You have to dumb it down, though. Because a lot of these kids going through real shit, real crisis. Ease up. I don't know who need to hear this, but 
ease up. And I and I love the article. Like I I, I love this article right here. It's perfect. Like everything I was thinking, written down by a stranger. I've been thinking this, and it's just it's crazy how this came about. And I'm just on Facebook. And I just see this article. And I said, let me go. Let me take a look at this. And as I'm reading, I'm like, wow. <laughs> Dumb it the fuck down, man. <laughs> Re fucking lax. I'm going to tell y'all again. These kids got real issues going on. <laughs> you feel me? Y'all dumbing it down a little bit. I ain't gonna, These kids still going to know two plus two once it's over. You get what I mean? They still going to know what's going on. People got real shit going on. I've heard it. I talk to parents. It's real right now. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying let's just scoop, scoop, schools aside and just forget about it. I'm not saying that, but it's taking in consideration that, hey, some people just are really, like, really going through things. <laughs> you know? It's real shit going on right now. Don't push these kids that much. Lay off a little bit. You get me? But thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm your host, El Bangle the Don, Bangle the Don. You know, call me what you want. Call me, just don't call me late for dinner. And this is Salute, Sports and Real Talk. I say, good day. <laughs>